With working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? It's impossible to do it all, yet we're asked to each day. Listen to hear how one high-wire woman, Rosanna Berardi, stays on the high wire while managing a busy law firm, a consulting business, teaching at a law school, parenting her 14-year-old son, and maintaining a happy and healthy marriage. Let Rosanna show you how to make sense of your life and stay on that high wire. Hello, High Wire Woman. It's me, Rosanna Berardi, the ultimate High Wire Woman. Today, I have a special guest. I have Kaylin Asher. Kaylin is the mom of two, a wife, a podcast host, and the founder of a very, very interesting and attractive concept to me, which is the three-day work week. So welcome, Kaylin. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Rosanna. I'm so excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. Give us the thumbnail. Yes. So I am a business coach for women entrepreneurs. My clients like me are moms. They've got full lives and they don't want their work to be their entire life as much as they may love and enjoy it most of the time. And so this whole three-day work week concept really started when I became a mom for the first time almost seven years ago. And I realized I didn't want to keep running my business the way I had been with all the hustle and striving and pushing and working so many hours to create success, putting that in air quotes here. Mm -hmm. And I really started to question what makes sense for me? What are my priorities and are they reflected in how I'm working and showing up? And so that was kind of the seed that was planted and a lot has transpired since then. And I'm excited to share more and dig into this today. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like as working women, we've been given the wrong ingredients to the recipe. Yes. Um, <laughs> I feel like when I look at what we're expected to do day in and day out, I'm like, who wrote this recipe? This is terrible, right? This is going to lead to a burnt, unattractive end. And, um, you know, the reason I created High Wire Women is that there's only so many things we could do. And How do we do them all without losing our ever loving minds? So I know you've worked with a lot of clients. What do you see women struggle with the most on a daily basis? I think we want to do everything ourselves. Preach. (laughs) We are, we're so capable, you know, we're so capable of holding multiple things and we think we need to, you know, we think that it's some kind of, as you were saying, a badge of honor. to be the perfect mom and have the successful business and be the amazing wife and have dinner on the table at, you know, six o'clock or whatever it is that we need to do all those things. And so one of the most powerful shifts that I help my women make when I'm working with them is really recognizing how to stay in their, their zone of genius (laughs) to quote a book I love, which is called the big leap to stay in your own zone of genius and give yourself permission to ask for support allow yourself to be supported in in areas that might not be where you shine and thrive. And so actually one of the first shifts I made years ago when I was starting to think about outsourcing was I hired a house cleaner. You know, a lot of people talk about, you know, getting assistance and virtual assistance and outsourcing in the business. But I realized if I was able to get some of those household tasks off my plate, it would give me a couple more hours to work in the business And that would enable me to take on more clients and make more money. So those little shifts about giving us ourselves permission, especially on the home front, to not have to do everything 
frees up our time and energy to really consider where we want to be putting our focus. Yeah, it's super interesting because I totally am with you and I I love to outsource things like that. But there's almost a degree of shame that goes along with that. Like you hear people whispering like, my cleaning person is coming today. It's like this, she has someone clean her house. What? She can't do that her own on her own. And, you know, I'm fond of a, a podcast called Biz Chicks and the podcast host always says, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. And I say that to myself at least once a day, or I try to say that to myself because you're right. As women, we expect ourselves to do all of this stuff. And, you know, I'm really good at my business of delegating. I'm good at handing work off to people and not micromanaging, but to do that on the home front feels like we're doing something wrong because I think that that recipe, that roadmap that we've been given is false. I agree. And I, you know, and I think what a lot of us are attempting to live is a 1950s housewife role while also being a successful powerhouse in our business. And it just, we, we can have the best of both, you know, being that present mother or whatever it is about that role that we're desiring without having to have everything on our plate. And you're so right. There's that guilt piece of, or shame piece of, oh my goodness, like, I should just do this myself at, you know, spending money or it's my house. Why would I have someone else clean it? But what I allowed myself to consider was that by handing that off, I'm our, we have a house cleaner and she's a woman and I'm supporting another woman in her business and giving her work and money for her family. And so that allowed me to kind of shift from me, me, me. What does this mean about me to really consider what is this? what is this doing for someone else? And that freed up some of that guilt and shame around it. Yeah. And I always go back to, okay, well, you know, my mom didn't have this luxury. My mom did everything. Like she cleaned and she cooked and she worked. And so I feel like, you know, my mom has been gone for about nine years and I want to model myself after her, but I have to remind myself if my mother had the opportunity to outsource cleaning the house, she most certainly would, you know, she didn't. She didn't have the economic means to do that or the ability to make money to pay for that. So even though I want to be just like her because I admire her and she was my best friend, I don't have to make potato salad from scratch. The local grocery store sells amazing potato salad that if my mother was alive today, she would buy every day, you know, and it takes a lot of intentional thinking to shift. It does. And and also just being a mother myself, who doesn't want to see their daughter or their child do better than right. them, you know, have a better life, have a more easeful, beautiful, enjoyable life. I know I want that. I want the next generation to be even better. And, yes. and our mothers want that for us too. And so recognizing that, yeah, we might not be able to emulate her to the T, but right. she might not want us to. No. <laughs> she wants us to be better, happier, thriving individuals. For certain. So tell me about the three-day work week. How does that work? How do I sign up? How do I stop working? I mean, I love working. Like to me, it's not my badge of honor, but I do derive a lot of joy. I'm an immigration lawyer. I'm in a happy, happy area where people are achieving their American dreams. It's a happy area. My clients aren't going to jail. They're getting work permits and green cards. So 
we get a lot of love. So I, I thoroughly enjoy it, but it's hard to turn off on certain days. So tell me about the three-day work week. How does it work? What do women do? How do we sign it up? <laughs> yeah, I think the, I think an important distinction to make here is I have a three-day work week because that's what works for me. This really is about finding a schedule that honors your energy, honors your time, honors your family values, all of that. And so the reason right now, at least, and for the last several years, I've had a three-day work week is because that's what made sense for me as a mom with little babies. We had childcare on three days and then Friday through Monday, I was with them. You know, I'm the hands-on parent. And so that's what made sense for that season of my life. Now my girls are getting to school age and, and I anticipate shifts will occur as we've got the school schedule and things happening in sure. the afternoons and all of that. And so part of this is acknowledging where you're at right now in your life, in your business, all of that, and not trying to just have a three-day work because you heard it on a podcast, right? right. Like really exactly. starting where you're at. But then very practically, what I did to figure out how to make best use of my limited hours on those days was I tracked my time for a couple of days. I just had a piece of paper, a legal pad next to me, set a timer on my phone every hour when it would go off. I'd make a note what I did during that previous time. And I soon began to see my bad habits. Oh my goodness. Look at how many times I checked my email. Look at that. You know, I popped onto Facebook to do this business related thing. And then it took me down a rabbit hole for right. 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And that gave me the data to begin to say, what things can I group together? What can I batch together? If I'm doing random things at random times, can I group them and be more efficient? What am I doing that I just don't need to be doing? What am I doing that I don't like or I'm not good mm -hmm. at? And so then it helped me make those good decisions about what to delegate. What, you know, having, I do have um, two team members now. What do I hand off to those team members as I bring them on? that lightens my load because it's not my, not my strength, not my forte. And here I am trying to do it, you know, like updating my website. Like that's not what I need right. to be doing, right? That's not my zone of genius. And so that was really useful to have that. And another thing to take it one step further, once I had that information of how I was using my time and where I was putting my energy, what became clear to me was that at the time I was working with clients every day, I was working random times. And I realized if I could get those clients onto all on one day or the same two days, mm -hmm. and then I started working with my clients because I was able to do so with my coaching every other week. So I'd have all my clients on my A week on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then my B week would be open. And I right. get things accomplished. I could get ahead in the business. I could work on those big picture projects. And so that really helped me. And so that's a concept that I, I teach inside of my programs and with my coaching is can we have sort of themes for our days or at least maybe our morning or our afternoon so that we can get ourselves into that focused place, into that flow, and also have pockets of time that aren't scheduled with tons of calls or lots of to-dos that give us that availability that we might need to have a little bit of flex in our schedule. For sure. So Highwire Women, there's some really important value bombs there as my favorite podcaster, JLD says, an entrepreneur is on fire. And it's really grouping things together. Like 
we sometimes make our lives so complicated. And I don't know about you, but for me, I'm very reactive. Like whatever is in front of me, I react. But Kaylin, like you, I've tried to be very strategic and say, okay, every Tuesday, Tuesday is going to be my content day. I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to film a video. So I know on Tuesdays, all my stuff, all my magic's happening that day, right? Rather than have a podcast on Tuesday, a video on Thursday, something in between. I think it's super helpful to put things in buckets and put those on our calendar because especially right now with technology and I mean, there's so many interruptions. I mean, between email and Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook, something's dinging all the time, right? So hard to get anything done. And I think that's a really smart strategy to do the the high level overview, look at your schedule, figure out your time. I mean, I don't know about you, but on my iPhone at the end of the week, it tells me how much time I've spent on online. And I'm always horrified and embarrassed. I'm like, oh, 11 hours? Oh, this is crazy, you know? And that's why everyone runs around like, I don't have time. I don't have time. Yeah, you do. You're on social media all day long, right? Yes, it's so true. <laughs> no, I, my iPhone does not tell me, but I'm, I would be scared as well. Yeah, <laughs> no, don't. Do not sign up for that feature because it ha- it comes on my phone every Sunday and I'm always like, oh, it's like so embarrassing. No one knows but me, but I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible. So, so how do you deal with the three-day work week is great. How do you deal with the Friday and Monday and the interference of technology? I mean, are you off those days or are you spending, are you blocking 30 minutes on a Monday or a Friday to look at your emails or anything that may come in? Yeah. The thing is about my Mondays and my Fridays is I don't have to work that day. You know, no one has access to my calendar. No one's booking in. I do check in. I love my work. I can't help myself. You know, I'm I'm checking it in my email occasionally. If there's something pressing, I'll, if I have to respond to it, I will, or I'll pass it along to my assistant. But usually those days, especially my Mondays, my youngest daughter's home. So I really can't do much work that day, even if I Mm -hmm. wanted to. I check in on those days, but I'm not really working on those days. And um, you mentioned something a moment ago about scheduling scheduling the important things on your calendar. And that's another piece that I think is especially important for women is scheduling in the non-business stuff. Like, do you want to get outside for a walk? Do you want to have lunch with a girlfriend? Do you want to be able to make sure you're getting to soccer practice so you can watch your kid play? Put those on the schedule too, because if we don't, the time gets absorbed by something else. It just disappears. And so almost as important, if not more important than getting those business things scheduled is making sure that you're getting your life on your schedule too. The the stuff that really matters, those priorities, because if they're not on there, it's easy to fill with other other things. And no one tells us that, right? Like we all know we're supposed to make our to-do list for work and we're supposed to do the hardest thing first. And So we all know that, but no one ever says, make sure you put, you know, the soccer practices on or lunch with a friend or time to just walk or, I mean, we're so dictated by our calendars and schedules and it is hugely helpful, but again, it's almost like shameful, like, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm having a happy hour with my friend today and I really shouldn't, I have so much to do. There's always all this explanation 
where I just don't think men feel like that. Not to be very stereotypical, but if a man's going to a happy hour, he's not apologizing. He's going, right? He's happy. He's going. He's having a beer. Women are like, oh, but I have to do this and I have to do that. And I'm so tired and blah, 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 blah. And and I think it's that mindset shift, that shift of like, hey, you know, I can do this. It definitely works. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of getting it down and making it a priority. For sure. Yeah, it's true. If if you're going to a happy hour, you're like making sure the, you know, the kids are all managed, the dinner's made, like you're still right you're still in, on in the home stuff too, even yeah. when you're going out. It's uh it's interesting. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've gone out to dinner and but cooked dinner before I went out to dinner. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm sure many high wire women can say guilty as charged. You know, I cook something for my husband and son and then I go out to dinner. And it's like and it's not them. It's me. I could order them a pizza. You know, they'd be fine. <laughs> they'd actually probably prefer it. <laughs> yeah, they'd be very excited. <laughs> so Kaylin, tell us, tell our listeners how they can find more out about you and tell me what you have going on that's new and exciting on your website. Yeah. So we've got lots of fun things in the works. You can find me over at kaylinasher.com. That's my home base. Okay. Um, I do have a great free download there, which is my three-day workweek schedule. It shows you my calendar day by day, hour by hour, has lots of helpful tips and then links to all the other places you can find me, Facebook, Instagram, all the stuff. So that's a great place to, to start, kind of like a one-stop shop. If what we're chatting about today is waking something up in you and you're excited to explore, you know, what little tidbits you can apply to your own schedule that that three-day workweek guidebook would be really useful. Great. And listeners, I will have Kaylin's website and social information in the show notes today. So Kaylin, tell us one thing that you think is critical for women to succeed. And there's so much noise now with COVID and remote school and work from home. And I'm sure that's changed a lot of what you're doing. But if you can leave us with one thing that you think is so helpful that you see across the board with all of your clients throughout all these years, what's the one thing we could do today? I think it's really important to remember as high achieving, success driven, future focused women to remember that our life is happening right now in this moment, (laughs) that as much as we want to get to that destination of more success and more ease and whatever it is that we're picturing down the line, well, all we ever truly have is this moment right now. Mm-hmm. And so making those small intentional choices and how you're spending your moment to moment, minute to minute is your life. <laughs> it is what your life is. And so it's really fun to think about these big changes to your schedule, but really what it comes down to is just intentional choosing in the moment. And our schedules can support us in that, but it's really about being present and arriving here right now. And so that's my yoga background coming out. <laughs> but I think that's a really important note to remind us and remind myself of because I can I can future trip. I can get so far down the line yes. that I'm forgetting to just be here and enjoy this moment right now. That's so valuable. And especially as moms, we're like, well, when our kids are in kindergarten, then I can do this. Or, you know, my son is 15. When my son's in college, then I can do this. But that's not for a few years. So let's focus on today, on this Tuesday. What am I going to do to survive and thrive and make my life much more doable? So 
Thank you so much for being here. Listeners, it's kaylinasher.com. I'll have her name and spelling in the show notes. Kaylin, you are doing really important work. And the reason I started High Wire Women is so people can learn the things that you teach. So thank you for being here today. I am certain that people will look at your three-day work week. I'm certainly going to check out that download as soon as I'm done today. And, and we thank you for being here. Thanks for having me.